T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. He played back when they had high-top black shoes. Black and white TV. Hey, Doc said that, Tony, not me. Black and white TV. And what was training camp per diem, Tony, your first year? And what'd you get for the week? (laughs) What'd you get for the week at training camp? You're going like, how much did you get for the week? So you bring in big and small when you bring in the old people. Well, hey, man, we bring in a legend. And we want to know, since we're going old school, what was your check? What was the check for the week? Your first, your rookie season. Do you remember it? I think it was thirteen hundred dollars, and that oh was big money to me for the week. That, that much? It may have been the month. Oh, I'm about to say because in '77 it was five hundred. Hey. No, seriously. Let me tell you. Let me tell you for that week. That's yeah, about Twelve or thirty minutes. That's the call. You talking about training camp money, right? I'm talking about training camp money. I mean, you know. Yeah, you well, went, you know, I, I was kind of old vet, so I got a little more. But yeah, no, five, I mean five. your rookie year. Oh, I didn't, we didn't get it. This was uh, no seriously. So when you get paid? how long? How many weeks was camp, Tony? Your first six year rookie year? Long. Six weeks or two a days. Six and weeks. Then a two. couple of weeks of just you know working your way in. But there's six weeks or two a days. You scrimmage pretty much each and every week. Yeah. And each two a days you work on a different thing. Then you had to run sprints afterwards. Yeah. And then when you did finally break it down, you still was you were scrimmaging, but you weren't hitting as much as you were hitting. But it yeah. was a, the first six weeks was all two a day. They called us sissies in '77 because <laughs> they reduced it to four weeks. Wow, they mm-hmm. reduced it, and boy, the vets they said looked at us like like every generation looks down on the people to get the rule changes yeah. or they soften <clears throat> things up. And did the quarterback have a red jersey when you first got in the league? No, he had the duck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, that was the best for him. I'm trying to win a job. You bet not putting no red. That's like putting a red flag in front of a bull. That's right. right. See, fast <laughs> rushers. So they didn't implement. You couldn't hit them in practice. All these things, yeah. the progressions that come on, and because you played so long, you saw so much. What was when you saw Hamlin go down, and you saw the ambulance go on the field? What did it bring you back to? My first game that I got opportunity to play, I had got drafted in the third round by Chicago, and uh, we played Pittsburgh the first uh, first game. They wouldn't even let me play. I tell you a real quick joke about that. Uh-huh. My coach was Abe Gibbons. He called me and this guy over to the bench right before the game started. He said, "Look out on the field." We looked out there. The band was out there. He said, "See them? They'll play before y'all." <laughs> oh my God! That's crazy. So, he didn't play us that week. The next week we played Detroit. And unfortunately, that's where uh, the, the player, I think Fred Hughes was his name, he died on the field. 
And I've never seen nothing like that before. And it brought me right back to that memory. What happened was we were playing them, and time was running out, and he was a wide receiver. And he went down and caught a pass, then he went back, and Dick Buckers was covering. A lot of them don't know who Dick Buckers is, but they can look him up. One oh, yeah, I know that beast, yeah. Yeah, and he, and he caught another ball. He fell in front of Dick, and they thought he was faking. And Dick Buckers saw he was struggling, so he called for help. They came out and got him. They put him on the stretcher, and as they were rolling him off, his hands fell off the thing, and everybody knew what was happening. That 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 stays in my mind as when as when Daryl Stingley got hurt. I was in that game as well, and when he was paralyzed, and both of those were similar. And it's something that you see. And I was listening to what the uh, the Buffalo quarterback said that everybody would be changed. They are true. That was forty or fifty years ago, and I still remember both of them like it was yesterday. Man, so you had a de- – I knew the Stingley you. I didn't know about yep. a death. Yeah, see, because you know how many drills guys have been knocked out and they just move the drill over in camp. Mm-hmm. Move your five-yard and we just keep going. You're conditioned to just keep going. And then the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is how many times did you play when you shouldn't have and you knew you shouldn't have, but you just – did whatever you had to do to get on the field. I remember one big one was when I was with New England. We were playing against Houston Oilers, and we were playing with Earl Camel. And I hit that. It was first quarter. I made the nicest play. I got the dude broke down, but my pack over there, I could still run. Then I ran Earl down, and I was going to hit him with my helmet. And I hit back and hit one of them big 26-inch thighs, and that was the first quarter. I went on and played, but I didn't recognize where I was until the third or fourth quarter. So, and it was many times like that. They used to tell you, you just got a stinger. They take you out a, a couple of minutes, maybe get you a little smelling salts, get you back in there. So, you know, that when you look at things like that happen, and then, you know, we had a forecast of it with the quarterback in the same, on the same field weeks ago. It was something people have never seen. You have to take a look at these kind of things, and what it does is put this whole game on trial. But the trial is, you know, these players want to go out and they want to make everything happen. But you look at situations like that that can transpire. Nobody ever thought about that. But the one thing this young man had, and I know if I I can't say this, but I can say it from my heart, he had God and he was 24 years old. (laughs) He was young. And it's so good for him to be doing. I'm telling you, the prayers. And you know what this also have done is unified of this country a little more. Yeah. Maybe everybody ain't into it, but people are praying for him, and, and we needed that at this time. But to see that young man out there just just broke my heart for the simple reason. I've been one of the ones always saying I would do it again. But when looking at that, I said, I hope he never even think of doing it again. Well, that's the, the hard thing part. about Tony is that after a great career, he also was uniform cop forever on the sideline. When you're on the sidelines – and you yeah. get to see that thing. Like, I got to be on the sidelines, 15, 16. It is so violent that you mm-hmm. don't even believe you were ever a part what? of it. <laughs> Tony, Tony, do you? I mean, when you see some of these collisions, you go, and then usually they all get up. Yeah. And then until they don't. And so I know you've seen it from so many different perspectives. And then when you have kids who play, mm-hmm. I always say this amazing how many guys who have boys who play. Mm-hmm. Encourage them to play, but the whole time they're playing, you're always thinking, "What if? Or, what if?" Yeah, yeah. and you'd rather yeah. it happen to you than them. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. and them collisions and bulls. See, Tony came up in bull in the ring era. Oh, Some of these mm-hmm. kids will never do that. You went through yeah. it. I went yes. bull in the ring. All these plat. They put two boards down. You lay on your back. They blow a whistle. You get up, get up and try to run go. through a guy. Yeah. All mm-hmm. these things that were perpetuated. You also Tony went through it worse than I did because he's older. Salt <laughs> tablets with no water. Wait, what? Oh, no question. No, no. These idiots gave us salt no tablets, and they called you a female if you drank water. Yeah, you bite that on up on the sideline and get on back out. Get on there. back on what, the field. What was it for? And our and our jerseys, all these see through, air through, none of that. We had quarter. It was like canvas. What do you call the material? Our jerseys were made out of. Uh, it was. You said a tent. It's like it's like uh, cor- not corduroy, but canvas. Canvas. It was dude. I'm t- nothing breathed. Yeah. Holes. Are you kidding me? Damn it. Your pants, it, huh? everything, be sloppy wet. <laughs> And then you don't get it. A lot of these people get change of gear. Yeah. You hung that stuff up and let it air dry. <laughs> but, but Tony, like am I lying? What about, though, what about, you talking about water? We didn't even have water breaks. That's right. <laughs> Until after that happened on the field and people started getting sick of passing out and That's stuff. Right. It was my second year or third year that they start having water breaks. Now, you have to remember also, Doc, this game is a six, a nine, 12-month-year game. Now, when we played, remember, I would go to practice my first year when I was with Chicago. You were at practice at 10. You looked at a little bit of film. You practiced, and you were back on the streets at 1 o'clock. Now it's an all-day, all-week situation. That's and, right. you know, that's the thing. Everything you put in, then you got your all-season. But the one thing that I think has transpired, if anybody look back at this agreement, anybody look at when they stop hitting in training camp, anybody look back when two weeks is only training camp, look at the injuries and how yeah. it's manifested now. Look at the game and how it's gone down now. Look at the situation where you're talking about people in their 15th week may not be in shape. Yeah. And think about all that. You know, that is so so smart. Tony McGee, Pro Football Plus on YouTube. They've got a great show that's going into the 38th year? We're in the 38th. In the 38th year. I'm so proud of it because... Well, they're not we, just on YouTube now. They're on the TV, too. I well, caught, on, I caught well, on, on TV the He's all day. over the place. And you can tape him tape him on your recorder and he'll come up. But I kid him like B. Mitch rides me. I ride Tony. And to say that it's the longest show going in the area, and as he's an owner operator, and so most of the guys when I got in the league, guys had jobs. Yeah. I respect Larry Brown, Brigham. They always had jobs. Mark Mo, they had companies, stores, and that was the best to me because it it amplified that this is temporary. Tony had a la- Tony had an office medical center while he played. <laughs> I know Tony as going to he's. He has a business, right? And it play, and that was the best thing I needed to see to understand. Oh, well, we're in the short term. What he's doing is projecting the future and long term. Well, now you got guys with big checks, PlayStation in their hands, mm-hmm. and as soon as they get out, they can't spell cat. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, and they straight hey. bankrupt. Tony McGee was that light. He was that. See, everybody needs that. You need those people to see what to do. To show you right. And he's still doing it. You know, and every time he talk about stopping, I start screaming at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Screaming but because you know what, Doc? it's important. I don't want to cut you off, but I want to cut you off right in this middle because okay. I want people to know, and, and, and I appreciate everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I also had was teammates 
that helped me with that show, Such As Yourself. I remember for the first, you worked for, with me for two years and didn't get paid nothing. And that's what you helped me. You hear that, Linnell? So don't ask for cool. nothing. Okay? All right, go ahead. <laughs> so I've been trying to school him. He's 25, Max, so I... So I'm schooling to, him now as the way this thing works. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, and I had teammates to come on. Right now, I can't get Gary Clark to take a check, you know. And that's how you're successful. And that manifests itself right into being how we were teammates then. We were better team. You don't have that now. You got a bunch of millionaires that they only have to hit two or three times a week. And then they go out there and they're out of shape. And they're supposed to be great. And they make millions of dollars. They don't care if they get better. Yeah, we had to. You tell them about all the businesses you opened. Just yeah. because we had to. We had to. and yeah. so. But you look and all that comes into play, the same thing with this young man laying on the field. You know, you look at that, and, and we give our bodies and our lives to this game. But it's so much, and at this time, it's so good that I just pray, and I'm just so happy that he's getting back. But it's just looking at how it's pulling the parts of the country together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that's, that's been the big part of it. You, you kind of spoke on it, Tony. You had been through something similar earlier uh, in your career. I was saying to Doc, man, if nowadays being that is our, our era, so to speak, if I was in college still and something like this happened, I don't know if I want to play the next week. I don't know exactly. if I would have it in me to continue, especially knowing y'all's situation is different. You were feeding your families off of it. If you didn't play, you weren't going to eat. So I understand it's a much easier decision to make. But now, man, I'm just – even to see the, the guys go back out on the practice field, I mean – I, I'm thinking about playing pickup basketball again because all it takes is one elbow to the chest. I mean, it was well, first uh, of all you got to get in shape. I ain't gonna let you go run on the basketball court. Oh, man, you got I, cardio. Va- we have to have a fibrillator for you. Talking about he gonna play. He about three about three sixty right now, Matt. Talking about he hey. gonna play basketball. Okay, hey man, he had two ACLs. You know these D linemen. This week, I'm Tony, from what you've seen. <clears throat> What does your radar tell you about where we are in terms of do we have a chance to win the game and then where do we move forward? Uh, we need quarterbacks. We need a quarterback. We need Heineke, if you keep him as the backup, he's going to win half of his game for you. We need a leader. We also need to make sure we rebuild that offensive line. We might as well be serious about You know about the Hogs. Yeah, everybody heard about the Hogs. And they were a big, big reason. It wasn't just John Riggin running by himself. It wasn't Thyssen being protected. It wasn't Art Monk running. It wasn't Joe Washington. It was the Hogs. They got to do that. Their defense is good enough, but what they're going to do is mess around and start losing players. So they got to go there. But it all comes to they had a good enough opportunity and enough bad coaching to keep them out because they didn't have quarterbacks. Yeah, that's a tough thing about it. They got a – the the thing that we've been saying about the quarterback position is how do you see them being able to address it because of the impending sale of the team? You don't want to bring a rookie quarterback into a situation where he's not going to have stability, you know, moving forward because barring something, you know, unforeseen happening, this staff is on borrowed time right now. Well, you're on borrowed time, but what you do is you go to the strongest part of your team and you can afford to lose people. You make some moves. That's a defensive line. Yeah. You got to make some moves that you, you don't want to, but at the same time, for the betterment of the team, you got these guys that's been on here for four or five years, and they haven't gone to a Super Bowl. So that tells you they can't do it without just that defensive line. So I take one of those defensive linemen and I move him. I try to get maximum for him. As you said, I don't really want players. 
I really, I mean, I want a draft choice. I want to get yeah. some, uh, a player that's been in the league for a while. Then I want to add in the offensive lineman or something. Try to get two for one on that, and you make your moves, and then you get in your draft. You try to solidify each situation that you have. The defensive line is where they do have the autonomy, and they have enough people where they can make some changes and they can get people. Hey, Tony, this is Mike. Congratulations on a phenomenal NFL career, Super Bowl champion. You got the nickname Mac the Sack because you have over 100 sacks in your career. Uh, my question is, if you could pinpoint one sack or one giant play that you made throughout your career, what would it be? It would be my first year here, and we were playing uh, uh, Minnesota in the playoffs, and they were driving on us, and, and they they yes. uh, only we were five, six points ahead of them. They had drove down to about our 30 or 40. And uh, I got a sack. And yeah. then, let me tell you that. It was the only sack in the playoffs of my career. Wow. And, it, and it set them back where they couldn't make the field goal. And that one sack, I'll never get out of it. I had 106. That was the biggest. That was huge. Can you remember the atmosphere, the way that crowd that day? I will never forget that Viking game. I don't forget none of them that we played at RFK during that run. But that's mm-hmm. what I want these kids to experience. Every time I get on the air, all I want to try to illustrate is to what we got to experience because of our crowds. Yeah. How mm-hmm. you can you can be in great shape, you can be strong as a bull, but that jolt of adrenaline that you can only get through them and we had an unlimited supply of it. Mm-hmm. It was like a drug. Mm-hmm. Then people, you talk stadium bouncing, moving. That's what I want these kids to experience. If we can ever get out of our own way, you mm-hmm. know, to get to get to that. Mac, you got anything coming up that we can share with our audience so they can tune in and, and well, we keep got, up with you? Yeah, get on our YouTube. And I got a show coming on this week where it's all female, and I want I want men to realize one thing: the women as well, and the viewers that. These women know the game as well as the men. Yeah, and they came the up with some good, good things. Yeah, so we got about four or five shows left. We try to do some uh, really interesting things with it. And on these shows, we'll announce we're going to have a podcast that's going to go all the way through the off season, and we're going to make it interesting. We're going to hit a lot of other things. It's just as I'm going to San Antonio next week for the Black 14. And, Doc, you know what the Black 14 is. Oh, absolutely. But the the NCAA is honoring us uh, as the Black 14 with the Courage Award. And the thing that's so nice about it, you think about this, I'm going to see some guys that we protested a bad situation 50-some years ago. And now today they are making it where we'll be honored. And also BYU, they have given us 35 trucks with over 40 tons of food on each one non-perishable food to go into the underprivileged neighborhoods during this time of food security. So those are the things that I'll be doing on the podcast, talking about that, talking about Donna Hocker. You mentioned her name. One of the most inspiring stories you'll ever hear. And you just think about Doc, me and her, you picked her up. We bought her on when you were with me. So, you know, I do things like that. So I'm going to try to make my podcast more. It's not going to be about football. It's going to be about life. But, you know, the one thing I do want to say, Doc, I appreciate what you said, but and you know, you guys have been the ones that have made me, even to now. I'm talking to guys that we played together, and that's why, yeah, the show's been on 38 years, but it's been our show. Yeah. And we've done it together, and you guys have gone in. So, you know what? That's what this team needs. And I do only say that for the underground and the underlining thing is this team don't have the love that we have for each other. And I am not saying we just loved each other like 
everything else, but we were football brothers. Yeah, and poverty will important. do that to you. I mean, poverty will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the things we did, man, we were eating meals at each other's home. We were, and that's the thing that, and I think these guys are close, and I, man, I love these dudes. You, you love these dudes. You know they fight. They, they put it out. Donna will tell you. Donna was out there with with me and, and Big L. Every, and, and we these dudes work. That's why I'm so sad for them. Mm-hmm. That is so damn mismanaged yeah. because it's affecting their it's careers. <clears throat> and I want to see them guys rise to the top. Mac, we appreciate you, man. All the best to the first okay. lady and the family, man. And I, I, you are absolutely the best. And I can't wait to hook up with you again. All the well, best. You're going, I, I'm going to ask you in front of everybody, you coming on in the next few Oh, whatever. Hey, Mac, I told dude, all you do is say when. I'm like, I'm like Clark. Whenever you need me. The good news is that you don't, but if you ever do feel sorry for me, yeah, let me know. I'm okay. in. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you, man. And, hey, hey man. y'all keep spreading the word. We will, yes, man. Sir. Can't wait to get you back home. Okay. Good deal. That's Mac the Sack. I mean, 38 years. That's who I'm That's who I'm following by. I see that's inspiration, and, and it's what you want people to understand. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.